Welcome back. It's Friday. It's the Never Settle Podcast, and today we're going to talk about having dangerous wonder. What does that mean? Uh, it's it's talking about childlike faith in this book by Mike Iaconelli, one of my favorite books. I read about five times or so over. Just a simple read, but I just love that idea of having childlike faith, and it, it just keeps me... Uh, you know, humble, asking questions, playful with God, and just keeping that relationship uh, dynamic and not so rigid. And so uh, I want to introduce this topic to you and talk about how we can ask questions to God today. Welcome back to another episode of the Never Settle podcast today. Day is going to be a good day. Uh, it is Friday, so you made it to the end of the week. Way to go. Woo! It's exciting. Uh, you know, as a kid, you always got excited for, for uh, Friday and the weekend. Uh, you know, no more school. And I, I still feel that as an adult, even though uh, my a lot of my work is over the weekend with kids. Um, but welcome to Friday. It's going to be a good day. Today we're going to talk about just that, about being like a child before God and having dangerous wonder I love that title. Uh, that's the subtitle of this book by Mike Iaconelli is uh, The Adventure of Childlike Faith. And so let me just give you a quote. I'm going to talk about a few points and just be thinking about how could you be more curious about God? And are there some questions you have for God that haven't been answered? Or have you lost your wonder of, of God in this world? Uh, just just listen to this quote, um, just kind of from the introduction here. And then I'm going to go over a few points here from the book. Um, what ha- He says, what happened to radical Christianity? The unnice brand of Christianity that turned the world upside down. What happened to the category smashing, life-threatening, anti-institutional gospel that spread through the first century like wildfire and was considered by those in power to be dangerous? What happened to the kind of Christians whose hearts were on fire who had no fear, who spoke the truth no matter the consequence, who made the world uncomfortable, who were willing to follow Jesus wherever he went. What happened to the kind of Christians that were filled with passion and gratitude, who every day were unable to get over the grace of God? I'm ready for a Christianity that ruins my life, that captures my heart and makes me uncomfortable. I want to be filled with an astonishment that is so captivating that I am considered wild and unpredictable and, well, dangerous. Yes, I want to be dangerous to a dull and boring religion. I want a faith that is considered dangerous by our predictable and monotonous culture. So, there's a lot there. Uh, Love that quote. I love this book. I've uh, listened, I've read this book. Uh, a few times and I, I'd like to say upwards of five because what I do is I have books on my shelf and I've recirculated this book plenty of times and so I want to get to another quote here uh, just uh, four assumptions about questions that uh, are misguided that are just not true uh, number one questions can be embarrassing um, number two questions can make people uncomfortable Number three, questions can be dangerous. Number four, and last, questions can be right or wrong. 
Um, and so those questions he sees are as the problem of for many Christians. And um, he uses this word risky curiosity, curiosity. And so um, he says there's no wrong questions. Um, when people are hungry for God, every question is right. And I love that. And so I just want us to think about just in a safe place, maybe as we're uh, listening to this now, uh, maybe as you're considering it, uh, as we listen to these quotes, what would have been some questions that you need to ask God? And I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, what are some questions you need to ask God again? Maybe you lost that wonder. Maybe you lost that curiosity about God. And maybe there's some hard things you're going through. And um, there's, there's three uh, points of faith. He says questions are, are what bring us to that place in faith. And I, I love that because, you know, in working with youth ministry, and one day, you know, I'm working to become a licensed counselor you know, I'm going to be seeing, and I have kids in our group now that have a lot of questions. We do a series every quarter called God Questions. We write down questions about life, about God, about anything, really anything, on these note cards, and we, we make it anonymous, and these kids write it down, and we, we do it as a group, um, or maybe in a small group. Uh, it is so good. It has been some of the best things, and what I've realized is that if we as a church say, you know what, youth, or even us, and let's admit anybody in the church, you can't have doubts. You know, if you're doubting, you don't really trust God. Well, I don't think, one, I don't think that's healthy, and two, I don't think it's true. I think that when we really grapple with the hard questions, you know, why, why did this person get sick? Why am I sick? You know, um, why did this person have to pass away? a lot of why questions, right? Um, why did this have to happen? Uh, why did this person have to leave me? You know, why did my parents have to get a divorce? Um, those are those are some real tough questions, and a lot of times we blame ourselves. Sometimes we will blame God. And and I, I say that all that is when we do when we bring it to God at least. I think that's really healthy when we question uh, because what it does is show, you know, God, I don't understand. And so I'll get to that in just a moment where that leads. Uh, but there's three three points for us today to practice this out. One, uh, Pastor Mike says, we must have courageous faith. And he says curiosity requires courage. Uh, you must be willing to ask questions even when they threaten everyone around you. Faith is more than believing. It's an act of courage, a bold grasping of God's truth. Faith is a wrestling match of God, an intense struggle with truth, an attempt to squeeze every bit of knowledge out of it. Curiosity is our shape, is the shape of our hunger for God. And I love that. Oh my gosh, these lines are just so uh, well uh, pictured, uh, articulated. I just think we need to think more about how curiosity requires courage and is the depiction of uh, wrestling and having faith in God. And so the first point again is having courageous faith and being able to ask those hard questions and to be curious enough to say, God, what are you doing? What is going on? Number two, we need to have uh, lonely faith. 
And essentially, and you kind of maybe can see where this is going, is that you, you, you need to be able to ask questions even if you stand alone. And what I love about this, he uses the example of Thomas where he doubted God's or Jesus's resurrection and he was the only one that wasn't there. And so, you know, you, you ever, and this is not in the book, but you ever think about, you know, when you're in class and maybe you weren't paying attention and everybody um, kind of knew the answer or, or maybe the teacher said something, uh, but you feel silly about asking it, you know, and, and it's kind of like that with Thomas, you know, he asked the disciples, you know, I don't really believe this. I need to see it for myself. And he was the only one. Um, and, and, but, but it's, it's amazing to ask those kind of questions, to have that faith that stands alone. And you know what, the, you know what, uh, Thomas got out of that is a personal encounter with Jesus. Uh, because God is not going to just have you be stranded forever, maybe for a time with these questions, right? Because we want direct answers, but Jesus will show up in a personal way for us. And it might not be the same way for everybody else. And I think that's part of the lonely faith, is that there is a specific answer to those questions that you've been having. And when you get curious with God, he'll, he'll, he'll satisfy that curiosity with more of his presence. Um, and lastly, so you got courageous faith, lonely faith. And I love this term, term unknowing faith, unknowing faith. Um, and he, he says here, the ancient church fathers used to speak freely of unknowing. It was their contention that the end of knowledge had much to teach us. They believed that we could learn as much about God as in what we didn't know as much as we did know. And that, that is really powerful. Oh, I'll go down here. It says, there in our unknowing, God showed up unexpectedly. I think that's powerful. I'll read that one line again, though. Um, they believed that the, the ancient church fathers, you know, you have the cloud of unknowing. Uh, that's a popular writing. Uh, and, and that word is thrown around. And uh, it says here, they believed we could learn as much about God in what we didn't know and as much as we did know. And I think that's, that's so powerful because and to have unknowing faith is to mean that we don't know all the answers, but uh, inevitably it will draw us closer to God because we're living by faith. And uh, faith kind of launches from that place where, okay, this is as much I know. All right, God, I'm learning about you. I'm learning about you. And you're on this, uh, you know, track, right? You're about to launch out. Uh, on this runway of, of knowing, knowing, and then eventually your faith takes you off the runway where you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have an answer for this. God, I feel like I'm going to fall. But you know, he's, he's the, he's the pilot. We're not the, uh, we're not, we're not right. We're not the directors of our life. We're not uh, supposed to know everything, but God will take care of us uh, as we maneuver through this life. And again, those three points for us today to question God, to ask God, why, well, God, what's going on? Uh, number one, have courageous faith. Number two, have lonely faith, even if you stand alone. And number three, have unknowing faith. You don't have to know it all, but trust God who does. And so my prayer and my challenge for you this week is to ask God some questions, and I guarantee you that it will uh, draw you closer to him. Thank you for listening to the Never Settle Podcast. Before you go, let me give you the commission for the Never Settle Podcast. 
I will never settle less than the best that God has for me. I will love openly and genuinely. I will be vulnerable and embrace my imperfections. I will live in God's grace, knowing there is where true life is found. I will live passionately, not allowing my fears to stop my ambition. I will love God, love others, and love life today and every day. Have an awesome day, friend.